Hey all, welcome to The One in Five, the show for those who want to know how to be healthy, how to stay healthy, and how to promote health in your community. I'm your host, Adam Renshaw, and in today's show, we have Dr. David Mark, and we're going to be talking about a very sexy topic in cholesterol. Dr. Mark, welcome. Thanks for joining me today, uh, especially to talk about something that probably a lot of people don't necessarily want to hear about, but probably need to, and that's cholesterol. Can you start by just explaining what is cholesterol? Yeah, sure. Cholesterol is is a is a we, we talk about lipids. It's a, it's a type of molecule that your body makes. It's really important for how your body functions. But certain kinds of, of cholesterol in certain amounts can be unhealthy and can, can cause uh, you to have a higher risk for cardiovascular disease. So disease of your, of your heart, of your blood, blood vessels. It can lead to heart attacks or strokes. And so when, we're, when we talk about high cholesterol, we're really talking about... Um, the, the changes or, or the, the types of different lipids, these soluble things in your blood, that could cause you to have risks for these other diseases. And you'll hear us, you know, we'll talk, when we talk about cholesterol, we, we talk about different components or different parts of, of, of the test that we can do. So we can, we can measure the total amount of cholesterol in your blood. And then we can measure different types of subtypes of cholesterol. So you'll hear things like HDL, which means high-density lipoprotein, or LDL, low-density lipoproteins. Um, And you'll also hear about triglycerides, which is another form of of cholesterol in your bloodstream. And and so there's lots of different subtypes of cholesterol, but the important take-home is that what we we want to do is we want to measure the types and figure out What does that tell us about your risk for cardiovascular disease? So the reason why cholesterol is important, and and it's important to get our cholesterol checked when we go see our physician or for our annual checkup or for anything like that when we go to see our doctor, is because it can have an effect on other parts. Exactly. The cholesterol by itself isn't all that important, right? But what we really are concerned about is causing these other diseases that can shorten your life or cause lots of harm. Like CVD. Exactly. Okay. Um, do, do any, are there any other factors that contribute to maybe, say, a higher cholesterol, like family history, like how much I exercise, what I eat? Yeah, so all of those things can affect how much of the different types of cholesterol you have. And, um, and there's definitely, there's these rare diseases that cause super high levels of cholesterol or of different types of cholesterol that could be inherited from your parents. And so, um, so we definitely know about that. And if that, is a his, if that is a known history in your family, what that means is you're going you're gonna to start checking your cholesterol at a much younger age than someone who doesn't have that in their family history. That was going to be my next question is who should be screened? Yeah, the, the the short answer is you know everybody should would probably benefit from screening for what we call lipids, your lipid profile at some point, 
and it really depends on the the presence of ri- other risk factors for cardiovascular disease. So if someone is in a higher risk group, they have these other risk factors for cardiovascular disease, and those would be things like high blood pressure, diabetes, cigarette smoking, or if there's a family history of, of coronary heart disease at a younger age, then we would start the screening process at a younger age. Like it, 25? Yeah. Be- 30? Between the ages of 25 and 30 is generally what's, what's recommended. Um, for patients that are in this lower risk group, and that would be if you don't have any of those risk factors I mentioned, then you'd probably start later. You could start if you're a man at like age 35, if you're a woman at the age 45. So just like when we screen for lots of other kinds of diseases, that you will be screened depending on your age, your gender, and the presence of these other risk factors that could lead to this this outcome, and in this case, cardiovascular disease. Okay. So you did mention one of those risk factors being somebody who has diabetes. So is it important... Is it more important for someone with diabetes to have their lipids monitored? It is. The, diabetes is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease all by itself. And so if you've got that one strike against you, you definitely want to make sure to check your lipid profile to make sure that you don't have a second strike against you. And the important thing is that if, if, we de- if, the, if there's a risk based on your lipids, of, of, a, of a higher risk of cardiovascular disease, we can do something about it. We can start you on medications, or we could make recommendations for diet or exercise changes. Um, and the whole goal would be to, to try to reduce your risk of, of having a heart attack or a stroke. You keep preempting me on my questions here, Dr. Mark. That's, I mean, it's, it's great. Can, can you just go into a little more depth then? So, like, what are some of the medications people would take if they ended up having to go on medication for a higher cholesterol. And then after that, after you answer that, would you give us maybe some practical lifestyle changes that we could make in diet and in exercise? Yeah, sure. So what, what your doctor will do when, when a cholesterol test is ordered is they'll take that information and enter it into what we call a, a risk calculator. So they will... They will say, okay, your age is this, you're, you're a male or a female, you, uh, your, your total cholesterol is this, your high-density lipoprotein is this, uh, and uh, then answer whether you have other risk factors, diabetes, high blood pressure, um, early uh, cardi- cardiovascular disease in the family, all those risk factors. That will then uh, calculate... A, a, a risk of developing cardiovascular disease over the next 10 years. And if that risk is, you know, 7.5% or 10%, that's generally the threshold that is used to say, okay, I think we should start some, some medications. And the common medications that, that we're talking about are a group called statin medicines. You may have heard of Zocor, Lipitor, um, those are, are, are medications that have really been a game changer when it comes to cholesterol because they do a great job of reducing the risk of cardiovascular disease. Quick question. Yeah. Can you feel your cholesterol going down when you take your statins or your... Unfortunately, you can't. It's like many other of these diseases that can be a real killer. It's a silent killer. You're not okay. going to feel it. 
which is why it's important to get screened for it, to get tested for it. Um, the other big medicine that we would, we would think about starting is aspirin, a, a, an aspirin a day. Blood thinner. A blood thinner, a slight blood thinner that has been proven to reduce risk of cardiovascular disease. Okay. And are we talking about clogged arteries? Are we talking about clogging of the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically, the, the, the way that a high cholesterol and these risk factors work together to, to cause a heart attack or a stroke are through narrowing or hardening of the arteries through which the blood flows to your heart or to your brain. Okay. So what if, I do, what if you come back to me and I'm at 7% and, and I'm like, Dr. Mark, I just don't want to go on one of these medications. Can we try some other things first? Can I try to alter my diet? Can I try to increase my uh, amount of physical activity? Are these options? Yes, and, and the, the, the response should be, there's a lot of things other than medications that we would recommend you do to reduce your risk. And we know that, that maintaining an optimal body weight helps. We know that physical activity helps. We know that quitting smoking helps. Um, having a healthy diet rich in vegetables and healthy, uh, healthy vitamins. There's, there's a lots of, of non, you know, non-medicine approaches that can be used, which really we would recommend to everybody, but especially if we determine that based on your cholesterol, you've got a higher risk of cardiovascular disease. And, and sometimes all, all it takes is, is, uh, diagnosis like that to sort of wake somebody up to say, hey, I need to start taking better care of myself. Right. And and go with those non-medical interventions first, right? Yeah. Um, and, and then if it doesn't... So let, let's say I do start some non-medical interventions. When am I going to want to be checked again? That's a great question. And the answer will depend, again, on... This, how, how serious the cholesterol issue was, you know, whether it's super high, super high risk, and if you've got these other risk factors. So generally, if you're in a high risk group, you're going to want to repeat that cholesterol test in a year. Okay. If you're in a lower risk, maybe three years. Okay. If you have very little to, to no risks, maybe every five years. Oh, that's good news. That's great. So so we talked about what it is, we talked about why it's important, and we talked about some practical things that people can do if they find out they have a, a higher cholesterol that could lead to cardiovascular disease, um, as well as potentially some of the other risk factors that they have involved in that. Is there anything else you wanted to share with our listeners about cholesterol? I would just encourage everybody, ask your provider if you should have a cholesterol test today or at the next time you have your checkup. Great. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of The One in Five. If you liked it, please hit that subscribe button. We have some great health topics coming your way. I'm Adam Renshaw. Thank you, Dr. Mark, for joining me in the studio today.